Are you happy? Do you feel satisfied with your life? Does the work you do provide you with a sense of meaning and purpose? Do you feel motivated throughout your day? Or do you struggle to feel engaged and focused? We all want to live a meaningful, fulfilling, and happy life. Each year, a World Happiness Report is completed to rank countries based on their life satisfaction. Residents of countries around the world are asked to rank how satisfied they are with their life on a scale of zero to 10, with zero meaning they are living the worst possible life and 10 signifying the best possible life. The average score in the United States is a 6.9. The highest average score out of all countries can be found in Finland, where residents would rate their life satisfaction as a comfortable 7.77. But my goal here is not to look at these big picture numbers. I want us to focus on you. If you were to rank your life satisfaction, what would your number be? And would you like for that number to be higher? If you would like to live a happier, more satisfied life, then stick around. The Working Moms Balance Podcast is for you. Hey friend, you're listening to episode one of the Working Moms Balance Podcast. I'm Tracy Kulwicki, wife, mom of two, full-time employee, and life coach. Just like you, I'm striving to balance every area of my life and enjoy it all in the process. My goal with this podcast is to inspire, motivate, and teach you practical, research-based strategies to help you thrive. A happy, satisfying life of purpose is possible. Together, we'll learn how to move from overwhelmed to flourishing. Let's get started. We are currently living in the midst of a global pandemic that is affecting the lives of essentially everyone on the planet. But how we're being affected by the pandemic is unique to our individual circumstances. While men are more likely to die from infection by COVID 19, overall, The pandemic has had a disproportionately detrimental impact on the mental health of women, particularly women with children. Research done in early June of 2020 found that just 19% of men reported being at least mildly distressed by the current conditions in their lives in light of the pandemic. But the percent of moms who were feeling at least somewhat distressed was 34%, nearly double. Prior to the pandemic, many moms were already feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, and burned out trying to juggle all of their responsibilities to their family, their work, and their community. But now, in most cases, these roles and responsibilities have changed and become even more overwhelming. So many women today are feeling defeated, trapped, 
and anxious. They constantly wonder if they are making the right choices. And often they feel like something is missing from their lives. Is this daily struggle and stress really all there is? This is where positive psychology can help. The goal of positive psychology is to understand what makes life worth living and discover the path to helping people get there. While traditional psychology looks to support and help people recover from mental illness and trauma, positive psychology attempts to take average people and make them great. To help those of us who are just feeling dissatisfied with our lives, discover how to flourish. Scientists who study happiness work to find solutions that help us feel better in our daily lives as well as determine how to find more meaning and satisfaction with our lives. The goal is not just to feel good all the time, but to actually enjoy our lives and feel a sense of purpose. One major thing to note, the happy life doesn't mean a life free of difficult circumstances. Everyone will experience hard times in life, and even the happiest of lives will still be filled with times of uncomfortable emotions that we would not describe as happy. I'm sure you've heard the the verse in the Bible where Jesus says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The NLT version says, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. This is our promise from Jesus. The Christian life should be abundant full, and satisfying. But let's move our lens back a little from that sentence in John 10.10. In this passage of scripture, Jesus is telling a parable of the good shepherd and his sheep. He talks about thieves and robbers trying to come into the pasture, but the sheep are not swayed by the thieves and robbers because they know who their shepherd is. The first part of that verse in John 10.10 where Jesus talks about bringing us an abundant life, says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus never says that there won't be a thief trying to steal, kill, and destroy your happiness. The rich and satisfying, full and abundant life that Jesus promises is not free of hardship. Freedom from hard circumstances is not our goal when trying to pursue a happy life. So often, people equate happiness with a change of circumstance. I'll be happy when I get a new job. I'll be happy when we get out of debt. I'll be happy when I lose all the weight. I'll be happy when the baby sleeps through the night. I'll be happy when the pandemic ends. The truth is, Happiness is available to you now in your present circumstances. Unless you're experiencing truly severe circumstances such as abuse, living in a war zone, or facing actual poverty, you have the potential to achieve happiness without waiting for a change of your circumstances. Happiness and the rich and satisfying life that Jesus promises is available to you now if you know how to find it. The trouble is, the things we often look to in order to find our happiness won't 
help us find happiness. We work more so we can earn a higher income, thinking that wealth makes us happy. But once your basic needs are met, more money won't make you happier. We try to do more and achieve more so that we can experience more success in life, working under the belief that success in all areas of life will lead to more happiness. But scientists have been studying happiness for decades, and they have found that we have it all backwards. Success doesn't make us happier. Being happy makes us more successful. The kids who are happiest and most satisfied with their lives in middle school end up as the adults with the highest income in their 30s. Teenage girls who are the most happy in their senior year of high school go on to have the most enjoyable marriages later in life. Your happy future begins by finding your happiness now. Our culture makes us believe that having the best career, the greatest wealth, the most stuff, and the coolest experiences will make us happy and fulfilled. We compare our lives to the lives of the successful people on Instagram and YouTube, and we think, if only I had their life, I might actually be happy. But our focus is on all the wrong things. It is not about doing more, earning more, and being more successful in life. Living an abundant, satisfied life is not about never experiencing hard times. So often, we do everything we can to seek more pleasure and enjoyment and positive emotions in life, and we avoid negative experiences at all costs. We numb ourselves to the hard parts of life by overeating, over-drinking, over-Netflixing, over-social media scrolling. But is this overindulging in behaviors that are meant to avoid and numb us really the best we can expect to get out of life? Isn't there something more? I don't know about you, but when I picture an abundant and satisfying life, it does not look like hours spent staring at my phone. But yet, I do that all the time. And it doesn't look like multiple glasses of wine each night to help me cope with the stress I'm feeling. But that seems to be what the internet moms tell me I should be doing. An abundant and satisfying life is for sure filled with enjoyable experiences. But it also looks like doing work that feels engaging and enjoyable. Spending time with friends and family, laughing, creating memories, and just loving each other well. A rich life, to me, looks like stepping into the hard parts of life and using my God-given strengths and skills to make the world a better place. To live with a sense of meaning and purpose for something greater than just me and my own happiness. It looks like accomplishing things that bring me joy and the satisfaction of a job well done, helping others. It means fully engaging with life, paying attention to the good things around me, constantly learning and growing, spending time with the people that matter most, and becoming all that God has called me to be. A satisfying and a happy life just like this 
is available to you, but you will have to work for it. What researchers have found is that waiting for happiness to come is never going to work. There are things we can do, habits we can implement, that can actually help us to live that happier, more enjoyable life we long for. Happiness is not some end destination we will reach. Happiness is a journey, one we will have to do the work to experience each and every day. Throughout future episodes of this podcast, I will share research and practices that you can implement to help you experience a better life. Sometimes these practices might seem really simple. One of the most beneficial practices to increase happiness is keeping a gratitude journal. Every day you look for small gifts, those little things you can be grateful for in life, and then you write a few of them down. It sounds so simple. Can writing a few words each day really change your life? Over and over again, the research says yes. Because when you begin to look for a few things to be thankful for each day, you literally start to rewire your brain. You are training your brain to notice the good. One of my favorite Bible verses is Philippians 4, 8 where Paul tells us to fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. In the next verse, he says, then the God of peace will be with you. We move in the direction of our focus. When my husband and I are in the car, he will often notice something off in the distance on the side of the road. He'll start focusing on and talking about whatever he sees. And I'm sure you already know where this story is going. The car begins to move off of the road in the direction of his focus. Whether we're talking about your car or your mind, you will move in the direction of your focus. When you focus on the good, the little gifts of life, you will begin to experience and notice more of them. If you want more happiness, focus on the happy parts that already exist in your life. A better life is possible. You have the potential to change and be more satisfied with your life. The research is clear. A good and meaningful life is entirely within your grasp. But it doesn't just happen. You have to intentionally pursue it. It will take hard work to improve. But just imagine a life where you can truly say that you are thriving and living well. You are happy, fulfilled, and living with a sense of joy and purpose. It's possible. And I'll share more research and strategies on how to get there in future episodes. For today, I want to circle back to the question I asked in the beginning. On a scale of 0 to 10, how would you rate your current satisfaction with life? Measuring happiness and life satisfaction is a subjective process. It's your life, so you get to define how well you feel that you are thriving or if there's an opportunity for improvement. If you want to learn how to improve your life, then be sure to subscribe. The goal of the Working Moms Balance podcast is to teach, inspire, and motivate Christian working moms to flourish. 
I'll be sharing research, practical tips, and self-reflection exercises each week to help you thrive just a little bit more. As you move through the next week, pay attention to what your life is telling you. Where are you thriving? Where are you struggling? What small things could you change to help you find more happiness right where you are? A better life is possible. Let's go pursue it. Thanks for listening to the Working Moms Balance podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend. You can also rate and review the podcast to help more people find us. Be sure to check out workingmomsbalance.com for show notes and additional ideas to help you thrive. You can also find me on Instagram at Tracy Kolwicki. Thank you so much for joining me today. Make sure you are subscribed and I'll see you here next week.